welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, I have a very special guest. Darren Tessatori is the owner and CEO of Thrive Management, a technology consulting firm and the creator of Thrive Reviews, a reputation management company. Darren has delivered seminars on hundreds of stages across the U.S. for the past 15 years, personally training over 20,000 business leaders. Very impressive, Darren. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Before we get into what you do now, I'm always curious about everybody's origin story. Tell us how you got here. Are you from a family of entrepreneurs? Where does that entrepreneurial spirit come from? I'm not really from a family of entrepreneurs, no. Um, I kind of got my my creating buzz at a pretty young age, wanting to be my own boss and run my own show and do my own thing, right? Um, And that's where that began. So I started doing technology consulting at a young age, basically helping businesses streamline process and improve productivity. You know, going in and looking at what's happening in those companies, where are they having trouble, what are they running into, and how do I help them overcome those barriers and expand with technology? And that led to me basically um, doing a lot of web stuff and Internet of Things th- stuff where we connect devices along those lines. And then I remember one day I'm sitting there and I'm working on a client of mine. Actually, we had a whole bunch of clients doing search engine optimization. And we're seeing all this web traffic come to these businesses, but they were localized businesses and they weren't getting the local traffic that they needed. Mm. So that's when I realized, well, we need to figure out a way of getting the local traffic because, you know, let's say you're a chiropractor in Washington state. You don't care if someone from Boston goes to your website. You want that local traffic. So that's when we um, started building Thrive Reviews and figuring out a way of getting the localized traffic. And that's what we do now. Okay. Yeah. Could you, could you give us a, without, you don't have to, by all means, you know, if you feel comfortable sharing names, but if not, I would love if you could give our audience a, an example of, of how then your company work and maybe a success story of, you know, we, we found chiropractor a, and here's how we, how we figured out how to get their localized, you know, focus on the localized traffic and what, what it's led to for their company in terms of uh, success. Sure. No, that's a really good point. And I do have, um, we have some great case studies, actually. One example would be um, an urgent care here in Florida called um, Abyssinia Medical. So basically they have um, eight locations throughout the, um, what is it, Jacksonville area. And a couple of, I think there's one in Gainesville. Anyway, they're kind of regionalized to the north of, of, of Florida. They were getting a ton of web traffic, but they weren't really getting a lot of people walking in their doors Mm -hmm. so so what we did was we looked you kind of have to roll it back a little bit and look at where are people searching and how are people searching the internet now right you know we all about 92 percent of the searches on the internet are done on google so when you use google google's going to localize your search as much as possible Mm -hmm. so if you say chiropractor or dentist or urgent care doctor you know any of those local businesses restaurants, you know, muffler repair, tires, any of the things that will be local, Google's going to know that and they're going to try to find 
something near you, right? Especially when you put that near me search at the end, which has that has grown by over 900% in the last five years, right? So people are searching near me, but if they're using their phones, which most people are, I believe over 60% of searches are now Mm -hmm. done on mobile devices. If you're using your phones, most people have local settings on, localization on, so that it knows where you are. So just by typing in dentist, it's going to look near you, right? So what that's driven us to look at is, well, where are they getting sent? They're getting sent to the Google business profile. These are profiles that Google builds for you. It's kind of like picture of the yellow pages now on a map built by Google. So every business has a Google business profile, whether you know it or not. Most of your businesses out there have these, especially if you're a, a local business brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So Google's going to drive the traffic to those, but they're going to show you the most relevant things. They just posted an update the other day, and it's really all about relevance. What do you want and what are they going to give you based on what you want? So they're driving traffic to these Google business profiles. So we saw all this traffic going there. And that's where we realized, well, we need to optimize that profile and make it so that that profile that you have shows up first. Mm-hmm. And that's where we started looking at, well, how do we do that? Well, with Avacina, for example, um, in the 12 months before we were working with them, their seven sites had 100,000 visits on Google, um, the Google Maps sites. They had over 8,400 clicks through to their website. 6,400 phone calls and 918 reviews, which is not bad. After 12 months of working with us, we were able to get their Google profiles, 613,000 views, 32,000 clicks through the Google profiles to their websites with 38,000 phone calls. Oh my gosh. And their reviews are now at close to 5,000. I believe it's 5,400 was the last number, right? So the thing is, you have to look at, well, what gets the traffic? What is Google looking for, Hmm. right? What do they want you to have to get you that traffic? Well, one of the main things is they want to make sure that you're properly categorized and you're properly subcategorized. So if you have a category that you're in, let's say a chiropractor, well, unfortunately, there's one category on Google for chiropractors. But if you're a, a, a lawyer, there's multiple different categories for lawyers. You could be a personal injury lawyer, Uh right? So the key is making sure you're in the right category. And then if there are any other subcategories that fit your niche, you need to make sure you have those as well. Then making sure your description, you only have 750 characters to put in that description. You need to make sure it contains all the right keywords about your business that are going to make you relevant. And then the next most important part are your reviews. We all read reviews. I mean, how many times have you gone somewhere and what do you do? You look at the reviews. And a lot of people will sort by one stars and read the one star reviews, right? So if you have a hundred reviews and you're at 3.5 stars, they're gonna look at those one stars and go, why is this person bad, right? And I'm gonna get into how you can fix that in a minute. Yeah. But you, you need to get lots of reviews and you need to get consistent reviews on a regular basis. And they need to be relevant. You, do not go and buy reviews. Don't try to get people from overseas to leave your reviews. It will destroy your ratings. I've seen it happen. It's it's not smart, yeah. right? And you can't delete them. 
right? So you can't go in and delete a Google review. So Even you, if it's false, I, I'm here and I have multiple questions about the reviews part because I'm a huge Google proponent, even though I understand where, look, here, the stoic take on Google is like, okay, is it part of the evil empire? Maybe, but you're in the evil empire. It is what it is. Try to thrive. Keep going. Sorry about that. No, you're right. I mean, it's funny because people are using it. They're looking at it. Whether we hate it or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, It's there. And if you're a local business, you need it. You need your Google profile yes. to work for you. You need to have lots of reviews. But the one key thing that people don't even think about, which we found to have huge impact on ratings, is responding to every single Google review. Everyone. That was going to be one of my questions. Like, should you, no matter what? Um Okay. Definitely, always. But the cool thing that most people don't think about is those responses are indexed, which means if you put keywords relevant to your industry and business in those responses, you're going to rank higher and get more traffic. I had no idea. What a beautiful piece of insight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so back to the reviews. Darren brings up an excellent point, and we've talked about this on, on the Friday version of this show multiple times. What do you do with the negative reviews? So, uh, and that you can't delete them. Even if they're irrelevant, you can complain to Google, but I'm here to tell you if, if somebody, if people have reviewed our firm when in, in the wrong capacity. In other words, like we, we do building as well as design, but they're two separate companies. And then they think, they, they think from the builder side, they can come in and do that. And I'm like, well, not kind of, but not really. We have sure. gotten some reviews are removed successfully because of that. However, what I'm getting at Darren is I would love for your insight on Anybody who you, if, if, if what we, what we did, which was successful, got it removed, if they can't, and it's hard, you're up against a huge behemoth that is Google for better or for worse. What do you do for negative reviews? Like, what, do you have a, do you have a, do, is any part of your training to help with how people respond and kind of turn it into a positive? Because it sounds like maybe you could, it didn't, especially with the keyword indexing. I didn't really understand that. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's two things you can do. Well, first of all, we respond to all of the reviews that all of our customers get with humans based in Tampa Bay. We have a team of humans that will go in and personally respond to reviews with targeted keywords. Um, now, if it's a negative review, we'll consult with our clients. And there's two things we do. First, we figure out, is it a relevant negative review? Like, is Google going to consider this legit, right? And you can tell right off the bat if they're going to consider it legit or not. Like, let's say, for example, um, I had this, I had a client that opened up a new location and they, in like two weeks, they had 150 reviews and someone posted on their, on their, their profile saying, there's no way they got 250 yeah. This is fall. And they did this whole like write up, but they never went to the practice. They never got serviced by the practice. So if you can prove that they're not actually a customer that's leaving a legitimate review, you have a case to fight yeah. Google to get it removed. Now, the one thing I will tell you is when you request to have that review removed, right, Google's AI is going to respond to you. The first thing that's going to happen. And then you can escalate it. The AI is going to typically respond a second time. And then you escalated a third, maybe even a fourth, sometimes a fifth, until you get a human yes. to look at that review. You have to keep escalating it until you actually get a human being that will go, I see what you're talking about. This is clearly not a review of your business. And then it will be removed. Now, it can be painful. It can be time consuming. It can be super annoying. I get it. Um, 
so what I what we do is one, we will respond to that review right away with what we call turning a one-star response into a five-star review, a, re, a one-star review into a five-star response. We're taking that negative review and we're giving you such a good response that makes you look good and makes whoever's reading that review understand what actually happened. Even if it's something you did, right? Especially if it's like, okay, you screwed up. Your wait staff was a jerk. They messed up the order. They pissed off this customer. You need to own that and you need to take responsibility for that. And if you do that in your response, you're going to potentially turn whoever reads that into a good customer or into somebody else who will look at it and come in and go, oh, I get it. The waiter screwed up. They got rid of them. Okay, I'm going to go check out. Yeah, two sides to every story. And again, the, the I just, I can't, I can't really express the happiness I have from just hearing that like, oh my gosh, the key, the keywords and the indexing can even work in the response. Amazing That's insight, Darren. It's important. So don't give up, man. You just got to keep fighting, right? And we'll do that for our clients. We'll go, if you have a one-star or a two-star or a negative review, or even a, especially a false review, if it's clearly blatantly false, we're going to fight with Google and we're going to get it removed. We do it all day long. We have people, that's all they do. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, I get it. It's a pain. Don't stress. And, you know, some clients will freak out. It's what I get. Dude, relax. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be all right. We we responded. People will read our response. They'll understand that it's not a legitimate review. Like I'll give you another really good example. I had a client that's a driver ed school in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. And they got a response. This guy's ranting, like literally like a thousand word response. You know, those long ones that are paragraphs, right? He writes this review that's paragraphs and paragraphs long about how negative this driving school is. So we go to the client and say, okay, tell us what happened. We need to know, is this legit? Did you guys really screw up and piss this guy off? Or is this guy just crazy? Like, What's the deal? So we found out that this guy got his driving test to get his driving license. And he did not pull over for an ambulance that was behind him. Right. Mm. Well, in the state of Texas, the driving school delivers the driving test and can give you a, a, a certificate to go get your driving license. However, if you commit a moving violation during that test, it's an automatic failure. Right. So the guy clearly committed a moving violation. He didn't pull over for an ambulance. So we're like, guys, keep it simple. We'll respond to this review. Hey, Steve, thanks for taking the driving test with us. But we're really sorry to say that when you don't pull over for an ambulance, it's a moving violation and we have to we have to fail you on your test. So reading this review and then reading this response, you're going to go, seriously, dude, you didn't pull over for an ambulance during a driving test? <laughs> like, come on. It just yeah. flips the story and gets you to understand what happened, right? Anyway, that's the first thing you can do. And then if it's really, really not legit, then you need to fight to get it removed. Yeah. And it's, you know, it just takes time and patience. Just be patient, focus, or if you have a company like us that's engaged with you, then have us do it and and make us make whoever's doing that do it. Like just be on top of it and keep you updated and in the loop and what's happening. Yeah. And they will go away. And you'll and the funny thing is Google will not tell you when they remove it, right? They'll just remove it. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I we had, we had uh, up until I think earlier this year, we had two negative re reviews on on one of our company's websites. It was exactly that. I would just every once in a while check it and be like, oh, it's gone. Like we're back up to five stars, amazing. But yeah, it, it was very random, and it took exactly what Darren is saying is exactly correct. Obviously, I mean he's the expert. I'm not, but I'm just here as a somebody who's dealt with that organically and, and before talking to Darren. 
it took the escalation about five or six times. Like you had to be very persistent and they give you no notice. And then it got reviewed, it got removed. And I was just like thrilled. So it does work, but it's, it's a ton of work. It just, it is what it is. It is what it is. It takes time, but you just have to be patient. Same thing with multiple listings. We see a lot of businesses that have two or three listings for the same business, right? And usually what will happen is a marketing company will get hired and then they'll create one and someone else will get hired and they'll create one. Or maybe like it happens a lot with doctors. So if you have like a dental practice with three doctors in it, you'll end up seeing multiple multiple Google listings for those other doctors. And they all have positive reviews that you want to keep. There is a way of merging them all. It's time consuming and it's painful, but it can be done. You just have to be persistent with Google and get a human to look at it. Sometimes their AI will go, oh, okay, Dr. Williams clearly works for the Williams dental practice and there's two listings, so they'll merge it. But mm. sometimes it's more like they want a picture of the door. They want a picture of the outside of the building. Yeah. It's, it's Anyway, it's, it takes work, but it can be done as well. Anyway, you just got to be persistent with Google. And honestly, it, it it helps to have a lot of business with Google. Like we have a lot of business with Google. So we're connected with Google pretty intimately. So we our escalations can go a little faster sometimes. Yeah. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. So I, I, I love where we're focused right now on the, on the Google aspect of it because it, 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 your Google business listing and you made the, you made the analogy that I make this all the time like that that's the new yellow pages like I don't even I haven't even got one of these yellow pages book I think they finally stopped sending them so I think they're gone yeah thank goodness T can you can we peel back a little bit in the conversation I and mean, you can talk about when like you start an LLC you start an S corp you start some business and how it Google automatically, it sounds like, puts you on Google business listing without you even knowing sort of thing or like where that startup happens. You know, where does, who, who's, who initiates that? Is it us? Is it them? Is it a combination? So you should try to initiate it. If you're, especially if you're starting a business, you want to initiate it yourself. But I'll tell you, the first thing you want to do before you go and create your Google profile is do some research into your local competition. You need to know who's there. That's the, like, that's the first thing we do with whatever client we take on, even if they have an existing business. We want to know who they're competing with and what keywords they're fighting with in that territory, right? Especially if there is, it's a heavy competitive area. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a Mexican restaurant and there's six Mexican restaurants in that town, yeah. If you're a dentist and there's five dentists within a mile, you're going to be competing with those dentists, right? But you may not be competing with those dentists as much as you think you're competing with those dentists because they may not even be in the same field that you're in. Mm. You may just be pediatric dentistry and these guys are in oral surgery. You know, they're doing other things that aren't you. So you need to know that and you need to know what's happening and what people are searching for. There's a bunch of tools on the internet where you can go and look, but you need to know. So do your research, figure out what you're trying to rank for, what your competition looks like, right? And then build your Google profile around that. And also before you build it, check to see if Google built one already for you. They're going to do it for the, mainly what I've seen is they're, they're doing it for the brick and mortar. So if you're a dentist, a restaurant, oh. a car dealership, a, a, you know, a, a physical location business that has traffic coming to it, right? Not a business that's like a service-based in a home. A lot of those won't get found. Google won't just create a lot of those, but they will when they're driving down the street with their cameras and they see a business and they see a storefront, they're going to go look into that and they're going to build it, right? 
And they're going to scour, they're going to scour the internet for other directories and addresses and businesses are in other directories. Yep. Right. There's, you know, over a hundred directors more, but there's about a hundred relevant directories on the internet that have you listed your name, address, and phone number. We call it NAP score, your name, address, phone number of your business. Is it listed anywhere else? And if it is, Google will probably find it and create a Google profile for it. Right. And if you have a Google business, a business and you create a Google profile, so you have a business to create a Google profile and you want to actually then make sure that you're on these other directories, because if your business is listed on the other directories, Google's going to see you as more relevant, especially when you're in the right categories for those other businesses. Right. So what I mean by that, if you're on the right categories for those other directories, like super pages and Uber and all these other directories out there, you need to be listed on them and you need to be in the right category that you're trying to rank for in Google. Because Google, remember, they're looking for relevance. And yeah. think of Google as this behemoth AI that can search everything right. all the time on the internet, right? So it's it's constantly looking and seeing what's out there and making sure that it's relevant. So if you're pediatric dentistry and you are listed as pediatric dentistry on a hundred other directories, they're going to go, they're a pediatric dentist and they're within 0.5 miles from you, right? And boom, they're going to pop up first. Very good. Uh, without, so let's, now let's kind of jump back ahead if we could. So let, let, let's say somebody comes to you, a small business owner, and they're middle of the pack in their Google business listing for their local area. Where, how do you, what, what are the techniques and what is the strategy? What is it like working with you guys? If you're trying to take them from the middle, obviously to the top and they're, and they're hopefully, you know, in the one or two and, and I attracting much more customers, much more business, all of that. Mm -hmm. First thing we do is we do a detailed analysis of your Google profile, right? Let's look at you. Let's look at what you have. Let's look at why you're ranking where you are and try to figure out if there's a couple of key things showing up, like, Let's say you have 400 one-star reviews and 50 five-star reviews. Okay, that's probably going to be one of the main reasons why you're not ranking high, right? But let's say you're middle of the pack. You know, you have 50 reviews and they're all five stars. Okay, well, let's dive in a little deeper. Well, 50 reviews in that industry is that good? What do their competitors have, right? Let's say there's five competitors near you and they're all in the same range. Okay, so it's not specifically the reviews then that are keeping you lower. Well, what is it? So the key is finding that one area that's you, and it could be you're categorized wrong, your name is wrong, your 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 description is off, you don't have any relevant photos. Hmm. Those photos were not taken at your location, so they're not properly tagged to your location. Believe it or not, that has a lot to do with it. Um, you don't have a lot of reviews. You're not responding to your reviews. <clears throat> Those are kind of the beginning areas that we start diving. And then once we kind of figure out wh where you are in, in compared to your competitors in those areas, good. Now we'll fix that. And then we'll start getting you lots of reviews. We'll start responding to those reviews. And then we'll have you start looking at your website and make sure that your website is correlating properly with your business. Is it lining up with what your actual business profile is saying? Right. Are you saying you're a pediatric dentist, but your website is saying you're an oral surgeon, right? You know, they're different. They're not the same. So you have to make sure those line up. And then we want to make sure that you're in all the directories properly. We have a tool in our software 
that will make sure that your name, address, and phone number and category is the same in the top 100 directories across the internet. And we constantly monitor and push that data out to all of those listings to make sure that you are who you are. And Google sees who you are. And then boom, now you're succinct across the internet. Same name, same address, same phone number, same category. Your Google profile is cleaned up. And then you start seeing the organic traffic. You start seeing more calls. You start seeing more walk-ins. You start seeing more visits to your website, all from this Google profile without spending anything on advertising, right? Advertising then is the next step. Once you're set up and you're ready, that's when you want to start advertising, right? Yeah. You know, people are going backwards and they're advertising first, sending people to their profile and people are like, well, they've got freaking a three and a half star review <laughs> on Google, right? It's yeah. like, boom, they're gone. And guess what? When you do that, you run that ad, you're going to pop up when someone searches for your category on Google. Well, guess what's right underneath you? Your top competitor who's organically got there, right? So how do you get there organically? That's really the trick. And then when you advertise, it's a whole different ballgame because now it's like you may pop up your ad might pop up, but then there you are, number one or number two or number three, right? Anyway, it looks a lot cleaner. There's a thing called the three pack. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, keep going. No. Okay. So if you go to google.com on your web browser and you type in any type of business category near me, you're going to see a bunch of ads and then you're going to see three listings from Google Maps, right? And right above those three listings, maybe one or two ads, but there will be three listings that are literally organic Google map business. Profile. And that's like the golden place to be, correct? That is like, that's, think of the traffic, right? Mm -hmm. you know, especially if it's a high traffic industry with lots of people looking for you. And even if it's not, it's the right people looking for you. Yeah. Right? You know, if you're, um, Let's say you're a chiropractor and you're in the middle of, you know, Atlanta. Well, there's a lot of chiropractors in Atlanta. How do you get on that three pack so that you are the chiropractor in Atlanta that people are looking for, right? Because you know, when someone's in Atlanta and they tape in chiropractor, they want a chiropractor in Atlanta, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if you're there, you get a new client potentially, right? Yeah. So that's all those little kind of tips I gave you. Those are some things to work on. Get your category right. Get your description right. Make sure it has lots of keywords. Use ChatGPT if you have to, right? Tell ChatGPT what you're trying to do. Hey, I need to build a 750 character Google profile and these are the keywords I want to add to it. Boom, there you go. Now massage it a little bit so it sounds better and sounds like you and, and post it, right? Get some relevant pictures. You know, go and take your iPhone and walk around your office and take some real pictures. Take a picture outside, take a picture inside, take a picture of your staff. And then post them on Google, right? Have your have your favorite customers leave a review and post a picture, right? That they took in your business, right? Those things are going to rank you so much higher, right? And then start getting your reviews. Ask everyone for a review. Now, I, I will give you another pro tip on this. You have to know when to ask for a review, uh -huh. right? It can't just be at the same time for every business. It, it's not always the same. If I walk into a restaurant and I'm about to sit down and eat and they ask me to leave a review, <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, no, I haven't even eaten here yet, yeah. right? right? Or if I order, I'll give you a real life example. I ordered furniture from a furniture store, a place called Bear Woods Furniture. They're, they're good friends of ours now. They're right down the street from us here in Florida. And they make, basically, they you buy this 
furniture that's bare. There's no colors, no stains, nothing. And then you stain it. So we did our dining room set and our living, like our coffee tables and all that. And it was custom designed. So they were asking for reviews when the customer purchased the dining, whatever they bought from them. And I'm like, dude, I just bought this dining room set from you and you're telling me I'm not going to have it for six months because it has to get made. It has to get shipped here. You have to stain it. And then you're going to bring it to my house. That's six months from now. You want me to leave you a review now? I'm like, dude, I haven't even seen it in my dining room yet. Right. right? I haven't even seen the finished product. Yeah, I see what's on the showroom floor, but it, what if it's different? What if it sucks? Yep. Right. What if I just paid 12 grand for a dining room set and it's ugly, right? You know, so that's the trick is knowing when to ask. Right. So now they're asking when it's fulfilled. They wait once the order's fulfilled, they wait five days and then they send a text and an email and they say, Hey, you received your product, should be in your home by now. What do you think? Do you mind helping us and leaving a review? Right. Beautiful. Yeah. That and, and then, so, so to, to sorry to jump in. Our yeah. our our audience is uh I would say over fifty percent architects, designers, contractors, that sort of thing. But okay. the, I love the word that Darren used there, and I want to focus in on that for our audience. And that is, the once it's delivered. The, so the word delivered, right? Think about delivered. you as as an architect. What are you delivering? You're delivering the final set of plans, but mm -hmm. but the caveat here is, what the true delivery of your of your clients that are looking for is, we got our building permit. We got permission from the king to build our build what we want on our property. That's a high point, and that's when yeah. we that's when we ask for the review, and that's why we have more five star reviews than any architect in Colorado um, for for our firm. So I'm I'm with you, Darren. It's key, and you know everyone's different. Like you said, you you need to know when is the key point. And let me give you one other tip on that too. Mm -hmm. People like to help people they like, right? It's just a fact. You like someone. They ask you for help. You're probably going to help them, especially if it's an easy ask, right? So ask your customers to help you. Steve, do you mind helping me out? Yeah. I need to get some more Google reviews. Would you mind helping me in writing a five-star review for me on my Google profile? Right? It's okay to ask, mm -hmm. right? And you can automate it. We do that, obviously. We automate. But one of the most successful things that we see with our clients is the, the help flow ask. Right. And then making it super, super easy for them to do it, sending them a text with a link, giving having a QR code on hand, like, hey, do you mind help me? Here's my QR code. Click right here. Right. And then they go and they leave you a review. Right. Making it super easy, super fast and helpful. Right. They'll be like, yeah, man, I'll totally help you. Best example of this. I'm in a restaurant. And the server was awesome. She took great care of us. There was like five of us there. We were there for a long time. And then she comes up at the end and she has this card and it has her name on it and it has a QR code on it to leave a review. And she goes, hey guys, do you mind helping me out? Mm -hmm. We have a game. Whoever gets the most reviews gets a bonus at the end of the month. Mm. Can you guys leave me a five-star review and mention my name in the review? All of us whipped out our phones and left her a review right there. She got five reviews in three seconds by asking for help. Obviously, she did her job. So, you know, if you're an architect, yes. you deliver the plans, they like the plans, they're happy with the, oh, like, all of this, and they got their permit, whatever that high point is. Yep. And they're like, I got my permit. I got these, I'm going to build this. This is happening. Tom, do you mind helping me out? Right? Boom. There you go. And that can be over text. It can be over email. Um, it can be a phone call. It can be in person. However you can do it, but make it easy. Make it quick and fast. Don't go, go to Google and leave me a review. No one's ever going to do that. 
right? They're not going to go to Google, look you up, find your business. Oh, we even give them the little URL, a little shortened URL. Exactly. You got to, you got to go right to the spot of where you leave that review. Right. And then now don't forget, there are other more relevant places on the internet, depending on your industry, where you may want to be getting some reviews too. Mm -hmm. Right. So Google will index those other review sites. Right. So put some attention on those too, and, and do some research, right. Figure out what, areas you need reviews in that are going to get you some traffic that are relevant to your business, right? And it all depends on the industry that you're in, like what you're doing. If you're an architect, if you're a dentist, if you're a chiropractor, there are different places that people will go and look at reviews. And there are different places that Google will go and look to see that you're getting reviews, right? They will index those. Remember, they're the all-seeing eye. They can yep. see it all, right? That's what they do. They're, they're a search engine. They search every website on the internet multiple times, I don't know how quickly, but they do it a lot, yeah. right? So they're constantly looking at all this data and going, is this relevant for our searchers? Because if they're not relevant, people aren't going to go to them. You know, many of you typed in chiropractor near me and it shows you a chiropractor 300 miles away, right? You'd be like, ah, oh, forget that. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't use Apple Maps anymore because it sucks, mm -hmm. Right. I get to, I think the last four times I've gotten directions with Apple Maps, it literally sent me the wrong place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And I'm like, screw that. I'm not using it anymore. It's not relevant. I'll go to Google Maps because I know it's going to get me there. Right. Anyway, so just a couple couple key things to think about. Fantastic. Darren, we are right up on the half hour here. And I've got two questions that I ask every guest at the end. First one is knowing what you know now, and if you could go back in time, do when you first started your business, what is one piece of advice you give your former self? Um, one thing I would give my former self when I first started my business. Yep. Knowing what you know now, hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. I would say just super focused on a very on a niche, mm. right? Finding finding a target audience or target market or target client, and focusing in on that and ex becoming a super expert in that, right? You know, I've noticed there's different areas that we that I've become really good in, like you know, Google, like just Google profiles. We've really focused on that. Right. Like, okay, let's get really, really, really good at this and understand this as much as we can and surround ourselves with the people that understand that really, really well. Right. So just super focused instead of scattering across trying to do a thousand different things at once. Right. Just honing in. Beautiful. Love it. Darren, this has been fantastic. I really appreciate your time today. I hope everybody else does too. So insightful. It was really good to speak with somebody who it's finally speaking my language as well in terms of how important that Google business listing is. Then you couple the ad, then you couple the website on top of that, then the Google ads, seeing that whole, you know, explaining it the way you did from the, basically the ground up and how it all operates. If people want to get in after they've listened to this, if they want to get in touch with you and your firm and potentially work with you guys, where can they find to follow you? Thrivereviews.io. Beautiful. Darren, thanks again for your time. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it.